Unintended, a podcast about series and films. I am your host, Andrew, joined as always by Ryan. Hey, hey. And Steven. Hello there. How's it going, guys? Going pretty good. Good, yeah. How are you? I'm I'm great. Thank, I'm, you, for, <laughs> thank you for asking. I'm feeling kind of weird, you know. I, I, I didn't hear a one-star review. We, we yeah okay so different uh, different format different episodes. I can this hear week. listeners giving this episode a one star review. No, no. <laughs> uh, okay yeah so we didn't have a one star review this episode because we are doing a 007 double header. Say that five times fast. <laughs> uh, so we are basically reviewing two Sean Connery films today. The the two highest rated um, for him on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to make this as uh, unbiased as we possibly can. Because what we're doing is we're going to review two from each. Each Bond. Each except person for that was Bond. Except Lazenby for and Dalton. Lazenby yes. and Dalton get rolled into... Uh, one, one singular episode. One singular episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we are, we're kind of going over From Russia with Love this week. Mm-hmm. And then we are going over Goldfinger as well, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, both of those are the two highest rated Sean Connery films. So that was interesting in and of itself, but really, I I don't think so. I mean, I I think I've always heard that. I mean, Goldfinger is obviously kind of the quintessential Bond oh, Sean yeah. Connery film. But then you have yeah. From Russia with Love, which is always a, a always consensus of a higher rating than most. And see, the, yeah. these aren't my two favorite Connery movies. But I completely understand why they would be. I, I do too. Most people, yeah. Like I, I'm yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of From Russia with Love. See, From Russia with Love is is very high on my list. Oh, that's okay. weird. See me, it's it's Thunderball and Diamonds Are Forever. That's my two Connors. Yeah, Diamonds Are Forever is great. That's a good but one, I completely yeah. understand. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But, but this are, this is yeah. why we referred to IMDb, right? We need yeah. an outside party. Yep. With quote unquote no bias. Otherwise, it would be impossible. Yeah, we would argue too much about which two to review. So <laughs> yeah, we went to the reviewers at IMDb and they picked these two as the two top rated. Yep. So we are starting with From Russia with Love, 1963, mm-hmm. second Bond film, and Ever. because we are yeah. Uh, because we are uh, kind of off format here, we are not going to be giving a hardline technical review of our normal scoring format. We're just going to be kind of going over our general thoughts of it. We're going to be giving some trivia. Yeah. And, be, I, you know, these are very old 1960s films. Yeah. It's kind of unfair to compare them to, I'll say, like, modern filming techniques and everything that have sure. to be on a very high curve. It's- and also, like, we're going full spoilers Fast. from the beginning. Yeah. There, these are no, old movies. Yeah. No spoiler wall here. Uh, if you haven't seen this film, just stop now and go watch it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> bail I, I out, bail out. Yeah. And also, I, I, I would go as far as to say with a lot of these Bonds, especially the Connery ones, I, I think even if you spoil it for somebody, you can still enjoy the movie. Yeah, like, I, I think a lot of Bond, it's not that you're you're trying to make the twist work, right? This is no, knives, yeah. knives Out or a whodunit where, right. oh, if you spoil the twist, you ruin the movie. This is just, you're here to have fun, yeah, you're roll here to have with fun. it, yeah, et cetera. Roll. Okay, so you know now we've kind of gotten over some some format changes just for this episode. Once you know, or this this series, of yeah, episodes. for the series they'll, they'll of episodes for all the other Bond things. Yeah, yeah. Any double O seven double header is going to be two movies. Yep. All right. That's so how double headers. Work. That's how it works. It's in the title. It's right there on the cover. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go over the synopsis for From Russia with Love. If you are unfamiliar, hit me with it. James Bond willingly falls into an assassination plot involving a naive Russian beauty in order to retrieve a Soviet encryption device that was stolen by Spectre. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so I'm going to kind of give uh, just a couple little tidbits of trivia here okay. before we kind of start. So yeah. um, the main girl, uh, Tanya uh, Roman- Romanova, mm-hmm. uh, was actually played by an Italian actress, uh, Daniela Bianchi, and voiced by a British actor- actress, 
Barbara Jefford. This oh, explains wow. a lot about the... I was going to say, yeah. this was something that Lauren and I both noticed a lot. So, the lips being off. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, so basically, because Daniela's um, accent was so thick, they actually couldn't <laughs> use her voice, but they wanted her look. Okay. Basically. So they were and like, this girl looks the part of a Russian. Read a line in Russian. Give me some spaghetti. Yeah. Like, no, no. It's <laughs> not uh, what the line says at all. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So basically, it was a Italian actress playing a Russian character, but overvoiced by a British actress. <laughs> Three is, people collaborated yeah. to make this role. How, come to many, how many people do you need to make a Russian? Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so uh, one of the cooler things, too, is um, Sean Connery and Robert Shaw, the, the main bad guy of the film, mm-hmm. or henchman, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, did most of their own fights themselves. They didn't have any stunt doubles for, for generally most of the film. There's like a couple of scenes where you it, can it see like shows. a wig. Like yeah. the, the Robert Shaw dude, his wig is terrible, specifically yeah. why it stands out. <laughs> Which, again... I'm sure back in the 60s on a projector in a theater, you, you didn't know it. But when you're watching it in 4K, I was like, I can tell it's not Robert Shaw. Yeah. But it's it's very rare. Yeah. yeah. One of the big things of why they couldn't do stunt doubles is the fight in the train. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so it's close. Very close. That, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. really no way that they could do it without doing it themselves. Yeah. Uh, and then one little other bit, bit of trivia. I have a bunch more, but uh, it'll probably come up as mm-hmm. we discuss it. So Blofeld, kind of the, the big bad of Spectre, he's right. kind of like the head honcho guy, he's number yeah. one. Uh, they kept his face, obviously, secret off camera because they didn't, you know, they didn't want to reveal who it was because they didn't mm-hmm. really, they had a, a general idea of where they wanted to go with it. Yeah. However, they didn't have that written in yet, uh, like for the other film. So right. when, when these movies were coming out, how far behind the books were they? Do you know? Uh, that I don't know. I do wonder about that. Like, was Ian Fleming like? Uh, he had, I mean, they were coming out. Most like, of the most of the him. novels were already done. Yeah, okay. I was say most of this was done. Yeah, by most the time. Of, yeah, most of these were already done. So back they in the 50s. they they probably theoretically at the studio knew that in the books mm-hmm. Blofeld would reappear, but they weren't sure what they were going to do in the movies. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so so at the time of filming, which was sixty three, or yeah. release was sixty three, From Usher with Love had come out in fifty seven. Okay. Interestingly enough, Doctor No was fifty eight. Yeah. Hmm. So that's the reverse. Goldfinger, 59. Fear Eyes, only 60. Thunderball, 61. Spy Love Me, 62. So they, so On Her Majesty's Secret Service released the same year as this. So okay. there were already one, two, three, four, five, uh, So he nine, was still writing ten, concurrently. Ten correct. Movies yeah. being produced. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so, you know, they wanted to keep his face hidden. Yeah. The production studio also did not want audiences to figure out what he looked like. Mm-hmm. So okay. he is... They acknowledge his existence in the credits. However, he just has a question mark by his name. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, so there is an uncredited that. role for um, Anthony Dawson, who is the body. And then um, the voice was Eric Pullman, who was actually in Dr. No as one of the secondary villains. Oh, okay. Uh, which, huh. is, which is interesting. Like, that is because cool. they yeah. really wanted to obfuscate how he looked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because they wanted it to be a mystery. Yeah. I, I actually yeah. thought that was really clever. Lauren. Notice it in the credits. Whoa, question mark? Who is? Who's well, that's, that's number one. Yeah. And you don't see, you only see the cat, really. And yep. like, they really tried to make that a secret for as long as they could. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I have a, I have a, a lot more information um, for, uh, for, for this, but we're going to kind of go over our general thoughts of, you know, kind of what we like and what we didn't like, right? Yeah. yeah. I'll lead it off. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, go for it. I like this movie. Okay. I think it's, uh, it's definitely, in a lot of ways, a more subdued Bond and a little more grounded than, mm-hmm. than some of the, obviously, some of the, like, 
Connery flying around on a jetpack and you know, other things <laughs> like that. Uh, I think this Bond, especially from Russia with Love, has probably some of the most pure espionage. It does. A lot it. of actual spy work. Yeah. It feels like actual spy mm-hmm. work. It feels, yeah. Like, I, I think um, overall, I, I, my, my complaints are just that it feels a bit slow in terms of the pace. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's, there's definitely some scenes that could be well, sped up, up a little bit. Sped up a little bit. Um, and not, then, not sped up footage, just actually no, faster. No, there's plenty of that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the other thing is, like, you can still kind of see some rough edges in this movie where they're trying to figure out how should a Bond movie be? Like, what is a Bond movie? Mm-hmm. You know, we've only had Dr. No before this. Like, the, the thing that stood out to me was they used the Bond theme almost, like, too much. There was a couple of scenes where, like, he's just walking down a hallway and it bumps into... Yeah. And I'm like, what? Nothing's happening on screen. Like, this is usually when, like, things punch so, up, you know? Uh, yeah. So a fun note on that. Yeah. Uh, whenever they announced the film mm-hmm. to be released in October 1963, yeah, guess how long they had to film the film, like from product from beginning of production, writing the script to filming it and being done for six finished. months, four months. Good lord! Wait, when did they announce its release? Um, they announced it in October 63, and they started in June. Wow! So surely not. Yes, no. That that is. That is exactly what it was. So with an October 16, 1963 release date already announced, everything was done in just four months. And the trouble production um, was, uh, is, it was a lot. So uh, Pedro. Uh, yeah, this is that, that's actually the thing that's make, giving me hangups is uh, the actor Pedro. Yeah. Uh, Pe- Armin, Armin Darius. Uh, Darius? The, play who, the guy who plays uh, Karen Bay, the, yes. uh, yeah. the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the main chief in yeah. Istanbul. Yeah was dying of cancer and had to shoot all of his scenes within two weeks. And then he Holy died moly. at the end of June. Really? Yeah. That's, that's why I was wondering about your timeline. Cause like he, he passed away in June of 63. Like, yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. No, like he, like wow. they basically started it and they were like, Oh, he's going to die. We have to, we have to like finish film this. this. Yeah. 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 So the script was constantly being rewritten as they were filming. Hmm. Director Terrence Young and art director Michael White nearly found themselves nearly found themselves dead in a helicopter accident that um, almost killed them both. Sean Connery himself was almost killed while filming the scene where Bond is chased by the Spectre thugs in the helicopter. Uh, an inexperienced helicopter pilot flew too close and almost chopped him in half. Holy moly! Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, I mean, it is paramount to the production crew and editors to make this film. Right. Like, four months is insane. That's that's an intense shooting schedule. So, a heck yeah. of a turnaround. Yeah, so kind of talking on, you know, what you were saying is, like, there's yeah. just some scenes that just don't make any sense. Or they they could be a little bit shorter or anything or It like really that. is, like, like, the music's like, why, why is this da-da-da-da? And he's, like, <laughs> signing his name in a book. And so, because like, there, was, there was a lot of scenes that were cut out. Yeah, that they just they it just didn't work. Well, it's not like they didn't have well. time to yeah, go they, take another pass just, at the just editor. Take <laughs> everything you could, slam it together, yeah. and then trim it as you go. There, there were a lot of scenes that just kind of existed, and if even if it was a bad take, they just had to have it because they didn't have time to mm-hmm. dwell on it yeah. and do multiple takes. I did not know that. That's that's it, it's pretty wild. Intense. Yeah. 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 I, hearing that, uh, you know, Kareem's actors dying of cancer because he's he's a very like. Kind of happy go lucky oh, yeah. character oh, for yeah. being a, the, in charge of a spy station. It's really sad. Yeah, actually, that hits. He did harder. great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, like that. I couldn't have told that he was sick. Yeah. No, like at no. all. Yeah. I like this film because it is probably one of the most grounded espionage based 
films. Like the, yeah, the quotation marks gadget is really just a really sweet attache case that yeah. This is definitely like one of those cases you would think that a spy would have in the sixties. Yeah, it right? just has you know, your your backup knife, your your booby trap if someone else tried to open it, your spare money. Yeah, I mean, I which feels standard. Yeah, and, and then a you know a rifle. Yeah, no big deal. Just a whole rifle. Well, they do a good job of like explaining how the case works so that later you know. Oh, like, this was a twist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, he's, like, trying to get um, Grant to open up the case. Yeah. And be like, hey, there's some gold sovereigns in there. Just open it up. He's like, you open it. It's like, oh, darn. Yeah. Almost had him. No, it, it kind <laughs> of has a twist. Yeah. Yeah. And then he, then he just is hoping that whenever he, Grant opens up the second case, or, like, he's like, oh, I'll open it up. And Grant's like, no, I'll do it now. Yeah, at right. that point, like, yeah. you've shown it, and now he's thinking, oh, the trick is he's shown me one. Now he opens the second case, and that's where his gun is. I better handle this one. Yeah. Because yeah. And it's the trap. It's just the reverse. Yep. Yeah. There, there are definitely some pacing problems um, that, that kind of slow down the film for me. I didn't really like a lot of the gypsy stuff. It, it just felt kind of weird, especially like, so he watches, you know, these two girls fight, and then, you know, <laughs> yeah. obviously everything breaks out. And then yeah. like, they're just like, oh yeah, now you can, now they're just falling in love with you. I'll settle this argument. You both love me. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was like, really weird. Okay. Th- there's definitely, and this is true for basically all of the Connery and, and more Bonds to an extent. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't age well. Oh, no, definitely sure. not. Yeah. And, and most of it revolves around women, sadly. Yeah. Uh, because watching some of that's tough from a, yeah. from a modern perspective now. Mm-hmm. I, I will say I love the film because it feels, one, it's a very small, this is not the world very will scale, end yeah. and we only sent yeah. one person to deal with it. Kind of <laughs> yeah, Bond true. has that issue where it's like, dude, England, what's the budget here? Because like, can't send two agents out yeah, on some like, of these things? <laughs> yeah. Well, every time they tried that, the a- the other agent, you know, backstabs them. God, yeah. That's just crazy how that works. <laughs> Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it, it feels like real spy work. And I love yeah. when he's, mm-hmm. you know, at the, the station at Istanbul and he's going through the whole, oh, you know, we bribed the contractors when they had an issue. We got this put in. That kind of stuff, that feels like actual Cold War of, spy yeah, tricks. Of kind of what it would yeah, be. Yeah, like, yeah. like just the way they did, oh, you know, well, we know them, they know us, and, you know, this, we go through this routine every day. It's just kind of a, a peaceful process, and then obviously something happens to interrupt that. Yeah. But I, I really like the idea of the two spy agencies kind of being put against each other by Spectre as the, the mm-hmm. big bad guy behind the scenes. Yeah. And all of the the side play of the two groups kind of working with and against each other yeah. mm-hmm. while it's really Spectre doing, pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Because one, I think it makes them seem really powerful and yeah. really scary. And two, the whole idea of, well, we're going to trick this naive agent into doing this and then we have a way of profiting from this and also get revenge on what, like, yeah feels like a spy movie. Yeah, like, like kind of what, I mean, definitely, yeah. well, and especially at the time, like, this is definitely, you know, heart of the Cold War. Yeah, dead center. And, mm-hmm. and this is exactly kind of what you would expect. Right. Out, out of, like, multiple agencies trying to, to outwit to each other. or something. Yeah. Well, it, it really paints a good picture of, like, what, how Spectre operates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just in general, mm-hmm. you know. Well, also almost one of those things where it's like, oh, it's 1965 and the KGB finally is seeing a copy of this. And they're like, we had contractors last year. Oh, we need to check, the, you know, kind of <laughs> almost revealing like real spy work kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. In a sense, it feels very close to it. So. And, and you still get a little bit of that, that really kind of like humuhaha uh, kind of bond <laughs> villain with yeah. Blofeld with the cat and then um, uh, number two. 
Or no, number three. Number three and number five. Uh, number and three and number five. Like I loved that. The, also, shout out to the opening scene in the most elaborate chess <laughs> this tournament is, this ever. Is, <laughs> this is chess streaming yeah. hardcore from the 1960s. And it's like the, the, the stage they're playing on is a chessboard. There's so much marble everywhere. Yeah. I was like, yeah. did they build this set? This is or is there a place in the real chess. world? Probably this somewhere real in the yeah. real world. Yeah, and I, that was... Well, there's pro- almost probably no way that they could have built the set no. <laughs> in four months. Not true. For one yeah, thing. true. Yeah, yeah. They, they found they somewhere that looked good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, but seeing number five and number number three, you know, like, the plan is foolproof. You yeah. Know? And, like, that was that whole interaction at the end too, when they get rid of five. The, the boot fake out. Awesome. The boot like. So it cracks me up, right? Because a lot of the movie feels like real spy work. And yeah. then you break out something with like the boot knife. You're like, oh, yeah, it's James Bond. Yeah. Right, yeah. You got to gotta keep it, keep, settle I mean, down. Uh, I, I could definitely see a boot knife being something that existed back then. Probably, yeah. Yeah, but probably not the way that number three is using it at the very end. True. It's not a, it's not a primary combat weapon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, clearly, like, she well, can just be. St- if she just grazed him with it, he was going to die from as the poison. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I think, the. It, it, point of it you know the the final scene i do like the twist of like you know like you feel that they've gotten away and then she mm-hmm. walks into the room you're the like, oh no yeah yeah but then you know it's kind of comical of how he just like beats her just by basically well, pinning her to the it's wall this, with the it's chair. This really awkward scenario where it's like well do we have sean connery just beat up an old woman like, <laughs> right <laughs> how do yeah, we you, do you this? basically yeah. can't do that unless um uh, tatiana like shoots her Helps. right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I do think some of the shots are really cool in this movie, especially the one where uh, Robert Shaw is stalking James Bond on the train and Bond is off. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a great I shot. I love that shot where he keeps fading behind the like you know partitions between and, and the it windows. It matches or up with the music too. And, yeah, and he's like it's like in between the windows, but there's a there's like a mirror on the other side, so you can still you can see, still that see he's him there. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's it, a really cool shot. And then. The fight scene in the in the, in the uh, train. train with him and Bond was really well done, especially for the time. Yeah. You know, you think of a lot of the, the movies at the time, it was like, you know, Batman and Robin just, bam, one punch Pow, and the person's yeah. down. You know, like John yeah. Wayne movies, one hit and they're <laughs> out, you know. And they're going back and forth, and it gets pretty... Pretty visceral a couple times. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it felt it felt like a very real scuffle that you mm-hmm. would have with two physically capable men, like yeah, in a very confined space. Yeah. Also, and I, it come back to pay off at the end, but when they were shooting the secret Bond porno from behind the mirror, I was like, <laughs> "What are they doing?" It's just like they're like, "It's just blackmail." Oh, we got him in here. Get the camera out <laughs> for the private reserve. Like Spectre's weird like that. Yeah, uh, Blofeld's just got a whole rack at home. Yeah, I know. Oh, what's it going to be tonight? <laughs> mm. I think October 1962, that's a good month. Right. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you got to think about that setup. It's the bridal suite. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, they're blackmailing this, but what are they doing with this other times? This yeah, is, how long has this two-way thing. mirror yeah. been there? Yeah. I mean, that, that's actually kind of a common theme that goes out through a lot of the Bond films mm-hmm. where, you know, basically, like, every hotel room that he goes into because he frequents those often and they, mm-hmm. it's, you know, in that time period – like, well, yeah, we're going to spy on you. That's why he always goes in and checks for bugs checks and everything. Kind of, you know, lists the frames and everything. Yeah. 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 So before we, we um, kind of move on from, from Russia with love, I have one more little tidbit. Uh, so there was actual conflict between the two fighting gypsy girls on set. Oh, no. The joke became real. Wow. <laughs> so Martina Beswick recalled that um, Elisa Gurr, was jealous of her friendship with Terrence Young, the director, mm-hmm. and accused her of sleeping with him. Wow. Oh, wow. The actual, <laughs> they, they just filmed 
They just so, rolled on it. So they were like, roll the, on this. The director go. just was like, well, y'all are not getting along. Get in there. Let's, yeah. let's start the camera. So the director was forcing method acting upon them. On yeah. The yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, ooh, man. Yeah. A lot going on in those films. Also, how many sons does this dude have? Well, <laughs> I, I think that was a more of a euphemism for the people Fam. that worked Pe- for him. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. It wasn't I that. I thought this dude's like, no, just gets he, around. No, because he talks about, you know, like, in this business, it's best to have blood. But it may not be, it may be what we consider, you know, nephew. Yeah. As opposed to, and they're all his son. I like but to it's think they're all his family. sons. I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's also I think this not, dude gets down. Yeah, you know, I mean, he puts the paper down and is like, okay, you know, wife or mistress or whoever this Yeah, this mistress is like, come to bed. He's like, oh, uh, again? <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many sons already. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's a good film. I don't mm. know if it's more entertaining than something like Diamonds Are Forever. Mm. I, I don't know. Like, so I guess uh, uh, without putting you know a score per se, yeah. if you were just having a day, you're like I'm gonna watch a Bond, definitely not. Would this you? One. You wouldn't pick this. This no. is not like a casual watch. Oh right? no, not at all. I don't. I think it's <clears throat> it's, it's a little too slow for that because the I, third act the is the like, plot is very in depth for for it what is. it is. You need to and pay attention. Yeah. It almost feels like it has a false ending too, where like you think when they get off the train, it's like all right, we're done. Oh, no, there's, like, 20 more minutes of boat mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, Yeah, and we got, like, helicopters. And then there's a helicopter <laughs> thing. Okay. Oh, and now we're in a hotel room, and it's, like, it almost feels like, and I don't know what, they may have been going too liberally by the book. Maybe the book goes, yeah. you know, to all those places, yeah. too. But, uh, yeah, for me, I don't know. It's 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 a fun movie, but it, it's not zany enough to be just a quick afternoon watch. I, I definitely think that yeah. it is not a film that you show a modern viewer that hasn't seen James Bond before. Mm, no. Like for for the first, yeah, 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 because it, it's just it's a very hard film to like really get into mm-hmm. unless you were already zoned in on like ooh spies and espionage cold war yeah. I like this. So so it's interesting, right? Because one of my my favorite Jackie Chan's is First Strike, yeah, mm-hmm. and First Strike is all very similar in the sense of there's a lot of cross double cross. Uh huh. Yeah. If you don't sit there and pay attention to it, you're just gonna miss. You it. are yeah. gonna have no idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So. I think if, if you were trying to show somebody a bond and they didn't like the zany, crazy stuff and they yeah, do like is, espionage, yeah. this you, is if probably you like the entry drug. broke out Roger yeah. Moore for them for the oh, first and they're like, God, oh, right. I don't, don't know about don't this. Don't do that. The slide we're whistle. start with a view to a kill. I was like the slide whistle <laughs> car ramp. <laughs> we're we're going to watch, you know, a 75-year-old Roger Moore, like, <laughs> hobble around oh. set. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. So yeah. I, I, would, I would say that that would be the only time I would recommend this for someone who's never seen a bond is if you're you want to ease into the antics this is probably a even way more low-key than dr no really yeah dr no is still a little um doomsday yeah kind of kind of stuff where this one is very much more subdued yeah, dr yeah. no just like kicks it off right from the go just just puts the pedal down yep. of the yeah. problem <laughs> before we jump on to the other side of this double header yeah if you are a fan of bond and want more bond content we have a series of bonus episodes revolving around Bond. Only $1 a month on Only Patreon. Only $1 a month on Patreon. That's a steal. It's an it is. It is. Steal. I'll say it. It's a steal. <laughs> and we started off with a very spicy episode of going through all of the opening credits of 25 Bond films. Yeah. Yeah. And ranking them and coming up with a top 10. And it gets pretty contentious. It's a spicy episode. It was brutal. But if you want to listen to that and a whole bunch of other Bond content that's coming up, $1 a month gets you access to all of our bonus episodes on Patreon. Yep. 
There's a lot of other stuff besides that. Tons of stuff. Really, inter if you're if you're enjoying kind of a, a shift in format, a little looser play here, they're all along those roles as well. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think on that note, we're gonna go on to a little Goldfinger. Yep. No spoiler wall here. You just you just get it right out the gate. So Goldfinger, 1964 director Guy Hamilton. So not uh, Terrence. Young, I, I always want to say Howard for whatever reason. I don't know why, but Terrence Young, um, <laughs> who who basically directed Doctor No for Much with Love and Thunderball, mm -hmm. okay. uh, but he skipped Goldfinger for some other scheduling conflicts, I think. So they got Guy Hamilton. I got a Tide commercial. I can't make it. Those yeah, gypsy I, yeah, women, I man. Um, yeah. So this is kind of what everyone is con like considered to be like the main James Bond film that you should watch to get into the general mm. theme of how. It should, it should how, kind how of like Bond go. films are going to play out, right? Well, yeah. this has this is kind your, of like the 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 template, the prototype that, moving yeah. forward. Yeah. yeah, this has one of your quintessential Bond henchmen. Yep, an yep. odd job. Yep, you have a good you have a good henchman and odd job. You have mm -hmm. a um, you have great gadgets, which yeah. is you know kind of a recurring theme through mostly all the Bond films. Yeah, the cool car, car the car is great. Yeah, yeah. this Aston. is is this your introduction to the Aston Martin? Yep, Aston yeah. Martin DB5. Yeah. We get to oh. like actually. Go into Q Branch, not yep. just have him show up in the office. Yeah, yeah, which is which is really fun. Yeah, um, yeah. So before we kind of get into a lot of the uh, the nitty gritty the opinions, yeah. So we're gonna do a little bit of trivia. Okay, trivia, so, trivia. Uh, so <laughs> this, this is kind trees. of a doozy right at the beginning. This film was initially banned in Israel due to Gert Frobe. Gert yeah. Frobe have, having been a member of the Nazi Party. During Ooh, World War II. This is spicy. Mm. However, it was then revealed that he used his connections to save several would-be Holocaust victims during oh, his okay. tenure in, oh. basically, during the war. So he kind of, like, faked it to... Yeah, he basically had... He, was, like, he, was he an used his connections spy. and yeah. his ability to, to save people there. Wow, I did uh, not know And that. Yeah. he basically had a, pro he had a big problem with the finale of the film b using nerve gas. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, because at, of, because yeah. of okay. the Holocaust, and it, it said he said it reminded him of people that he couldn't save. That so geez. wow. Um, and, and speaking on him, Art Goldfinger is a British character played by a German actor. He's British, but he doesn't sound like it, even though he has a English actor that overdubbed Gert because he could not um, get rid of the accent as well. Really? It seems to be like a recurring this theme. Be a I'm problem. seeing a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. The other fun thing is too is that Sean Connery never set foot in the U.S. For filming this film, really for, 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 for any production, That's interesting. Crazy. Uh, basically, every set that he was on, they recreated it in England somewhere. So they just created like oh. a Kentucky horse farm in the middle of England. Correct. Oh. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah. And um, now there is footage of the U.S. in Kentucky and around uh, Fort, Fort Knox, Knox right? Yeah. But when he's on, in frame, yeah, he yeah. he is not there. Hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah, that, yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Because they also uh, they also did not have access to obviously inside of Fort Knox, yeah. so they had to embellish and kind of what they think sure. was um, was you know what was in there and big uh, cages the, with gold bars everywhere. <laughs> yeah. After the um, after the film came out, the uh, the U.S. government you know they basically were like oh that's a very imaginative. Um, version of what is actually there. Yeah. Which is exactly what you'd say if they nailed it. Exactly. <laughs> well, I love, right. not to not to reach out to a different thing, but uh, War Games, uh, Norad declined them to be able to film or have any idea yeah. what it looked like. Mm -hmm. And he was like, fine, I'll make it better. 
And he made such a cool control room for it that when it came out, the people who worked at Norad were mad. <laughs> They're like, this is nothing what my place looks Look like. Look at what we work in. What are we thinking? <laughs> Just yep. a bunch of cubicles. <laughs> Look how cool that looks. Uh, so then one more bit, and then we'll we'll right. uh, we'll kind of go in as we go. Uh, co-producer Harry Saltzman hated the title song by Shirley Bassey. Oh, wow. Wow. He has zero taste. Apparently. Because. What? Did he say why? Or he no, just like, he, just, he just hated it. Wow. That's. Um, wow. Huh. Because we, we rated that pretty highly, as I recall, on our bonus Patreon episode. Yeah. It is a, a fantastic song. Also. Yeah. Great opening sequence. And again, this is kind of like the, the proto template for Bond moving forward. This yeah. is the first one that has like a really good banger Open, yeah. of an opening theme song. Like, it's crazy that one of the producers was like, this is the it. wrong way to go. I hate it. It's you possible know? that he just didn't want that kind of change. Mm. And, and like, and just that kind of, um, you know, style just didn't suit him. Interesting. Which is crazy. Which way would he want it to go? I, I, I have no idea. You know, yeah. More belly dancers with projected, Maybe. you know, yeah. text on them. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So Ryan went first last time. Steven, what are your general thoughts? Because you seem to be the dissenter. Well, no, it's not that I dissent. It's that when people say, well, this is the quintessential Bond film. I agree. Mm-hmm. We have the uh, female antagonist slash Bond helper with a terrible name. <laughs> yes. Absolutely terrible name. Pussy Galore. Uh, Pussy Galore. I'll say the name. It, well, and it's, and it's definitely terrible one of name. those that, um, just, unfortunate, that is a trend that unfortunately carries on through basically every I, I mean, Bond there's, film. There's sure. a reason why Austin Powers absolutely lampooned it because it just keeps yeah. happening. It's like there, there's no way there are this many women walking around the world with these names. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. And they all turned evil apparently. Because I guess their parents hated them because they gave them terrible names. I mean, yeah, you have uh, Christmas Jones. Oh, yeah. Then you have... She doesn't do it to evil, though. She's... Plenty O'Toole. Plenty yeah, O'Toole. I mean, that's just... another good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it is, it's the prototype, right? Because yeah. it starts this trend. It does. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. It, it also, going into, you know, spoilers here, but it also starts the trend of women who associate with Bond are extremely at risk. <laughs> yes. Just immediately. He, a lot of women die in this movie directly because of or surrounding Bond and actions happening because of him. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, because he, you know, when you go back to From Russia With Love, right, the prior one, he's very serious. He doesn't really play around a lot. Yeah. And when you kick off Goldfinger, he absolutely steps in to play with Goldfinger. Yeah. And it costs somebody their life. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he's not even doing it for any real purpose beyond just trying to, to just push Goldfinger's kind of buttons. A, yeah, just kind of being a jerk. Yeah. Uh, so that that was... That was a thing. Uh, I, I loved the golf sequence. Yeah. Just because of yeah. him, you know, basically rules lawyering. So, um, fun thing is Connery had never played golf before this filming. Yeah. And he wanted to learn how to play so he could keep up with Gert. And he actually ended up loving it. And that kind of turned into one of his things. He for became the rest a of golfer. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, that's, that's actually pretty, cool. pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, really, my big problem with the, the movie is, is all in the third act, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it basically, everything hinges on Bond. It's the 60s, I get it, but it's sexually assaulting. Yeah, Bet- betting a girl and then... Pussy galore, yeah, yeah uh, to convince her to come to his side. Yeah. Well, Which, and I don't even think that was really his intention. No, it didn't feel like it. It didn't no. feel like that was his goal at all. Yeah, I don't, like, it wasn't like a plan. And then it gets <laughs> revealed that, you know, overnight she alerts the government and the government buys in so hard that they like decide yeah, to, to to fake everything do full theater not with, only that but like to, to prove that bond doesn't know it's like felix tells him oh yeah 
Pussy Galore has got on, on board with him. Bond's like, oh, really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, for real? And he's like impressed by it. And it's like, did, did I guess they didn't have a conversation. Like, did he not say, hey, it'd be really cool if. Yeah. You ha-, he acts like, oh, really? <laughs> he's like kind of surprised. Yeah, because like the whole plot hinges on just that because otherwise the whole plan would have worked just fine for Goldfinger. Yeah. Like without yeah. any issue at all. So but it's like. How did she get the number for Felix? Like, how, yeah, how, how did, did she know who yeah. to contact? But then, and, even after her turn, right, she turns to the good side. She sabotages the plan. Yeah. Well, then she's still helping Goldfinger. She's still flying the plane. Yeah. But I, they just switched out the canisters. Yeah, I, I guess she's got to still make it seem like things yeah. are happening no, for him to get caught. Well, well, I meant at the very end. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's still flying the plane. Oh, yeah. That that Goldfinger. That, that they, didn't he kidnap her though? No, no, they like knocked out the the actual crew for oh, the yeah. plane, and yeah. it's him, her just piloting it. So it's just like, what is going? I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, so so fun fact: Honor Blackman, the girl who played Pussy Galore. Uh, she that was selected. Yeah, it's, I hate saying every it. Every time. <laughs> uh, she was selected because of her role in the Avengers, mm-hmm. and the script was rewritten to not, show not her Marvel Avengers. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Avengers, the TV show from the, from you know earlier on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she was in Joss Whedon's The Avengers, <laughs> um, and the script was rewritten to show her judo abilities. Unfortunately, it's only shown once, and it is right before the sexual assault. just just that scene. Yeah, yeah. it just. Uh, it's uh, it, it is a very like it's because everything else about it is good. Yeah, the, it just it tarnishes a, a otherwise really good film. I yeah, think. And, and honestly, a really good bad guy, like a good villain mm-hmm. with an interesting idea. Again, we're, we're not in the whole like destroy the world, <laughs> take over the world kind of thing. It's yeah. just. He just hey, wants to get rich. I kind of like Goldfinger because he's kind of a putz. He's kind of just like <laughs> he's just a dude. dude. Yeah. I'm cheating at cards, and then so, Bond gets in his way, and I'm like, "This is not your arch villain, like typical, yeah. you know, like evil man in the castle. Like, he's like wearing these weird board shorts and this shirt at the front. <laughs> You're like, this guy looks kind of like a putz. So, Am I supposed to be scared of this dude? <laughs> in the in the book, mm-hmm. he is supposed to be like five foot. Like like short, right. stocky, bald man, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. George Costanza level. <laughs> and Costanza. <laughs> uh, but because Gert uh, basically fit every other, you know, kind of like bald, portion, you know what they what they wanted. Um, well, just like the <laughs> look and, I know, I know. and that. Um, he's actually like six one. So he's just way taller than than what the character actually should be. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I think he's a great villain, and he his, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's just not your. I like him because he's not your typical. Yeah, like, he's not he's, sitting in the chair. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah, I just like the. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to talk? No, Mister Bond. I want you to die. Yeah, yeah and then I proceed to not kill you. But that's and, fine. and then Bond decides, well, I should talk, and that saves him. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and that is one of the things when people talk about the quintessential Bond film, right? Yeah, that scene with the laser coming. up. That has been repeated in so many pieces of media. Oh, everywhere. When Wiener laser scene, it's more tense than I remember it. Like, yeah. So it gets real close. So fun, fun fact on that. <laughs> it was a real laser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, during the infamous laser scene, the special effects team positioned beneath the table using a blowtorch blow to really cut through the metal yeah. table yeah. went well beyond the point they said they'd stop at. Oh, boy. Sean Connery's visible distress is genuine, and he complained <laughs> when shooting was over. Wow. Because they almost... Yeah. Burned him. Yeah. Like, in his no-no zone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that is that <laughs> is absolutely, 
Um, that is absolutely genuine distress that he has when he's watching you know, this it, it comes across. Like, it's a tense scene. I he feel well. like that's the case in every movie where the director just doesn't tell or like the actress is like, it's okay, I'm just scared of birds. And Hitchcock is like, perfect. <laughs> you know, same kind of thing. I got a film for I'm, you. I'm going to get a real reaction. Oh, we broke your arm in that scene? Keep that. That's going in the real, yeah. you know? But, but honestly, like that is a fantastically iconic scene for good reason. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's probably one of the, I mean, like, obviously, like, pop culture has taken over mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. lot of the these moments from James Bond, especially Goldfinger, particularly, because you have a great henchman, an odd job, yeah. and then you have a, a good bad guy. The, honestly, the plot of him basically irradiating Fort Knox is, is actually pretty novel. Just yeah. and, and then it makes his holdings just worth more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and then you have you know uh, the Aston Martin, which is just fantastic. Oh, it's a killer! Like, oh, the yeah. DB5 is just such a beautiful car. Fantastic car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the gadgets they included with it, like and again, it's the same as like Russia with Love, where yeah. they, they explain how everything works so that you know later. Oh, he's about to do. He's about yeah, to he's do X Y Z. Yeah. He's gonna try yeah. this and like watching him do the oil. I remember being a kid, being like, "What's next?" You know? God, you'd have to have so much oil on the road to like affect any kind <laughs> of. It's car. like a dirt, dirt road. road? Yeah. <laughs> it would have to be like a tanker truck worth of oil. <laughs> But the like a, the ejector seat is always super satisfying. I mean, it's, it's a classic spy gadget, right? The, yeah. the classic Bond yeah. thing is the ejector seat. Yeah. Uh, so kind of speaking on, uh, I mentioned Odd Job, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Harold Sakata is a um, American national who mm-hmm. uh, Hawaiian who is Japanese descent playing a Korean. Yeah. Right. Classic, right? A typical. Right. I mean, Bond typical. thing. We've already thrown down. <laughs> Uh, uh, an Italian actress playing a Russian overdubbed by a British <laughs> actress. actress. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, that they actually got an Asian actually got an Asian actor was probably progressive for Hollywood at the time. It probably was. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, so I, I I guess the whole like Goldfinger's whole shtick was is that he has a lot of connections with Korean um, stuff to mm-hmm. basically like help him you know smelt his gold down and everything right. like that. And that's that's yeah. hypothetically well, where he well, got odd all job the to workers his. were supposed to be Chinese. Because they, they mentioned are. China, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. he's just just generally in the Asian, Asian sphere, yeah. apparently. Because it's yeah. like the the dude that's with him with the glasses. He's like a member of the Chinese party because they also want the U.S.'s uh, gold yeah, to yeah, be devalued. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just want turmoil in the West. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. 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 Uh, so Harold Sakata, who played Odd Job, was uh, more of an athlete, Olympic weightlifter, and professional wrestler than I actor. Mean, the dude wow. is built. Oh yeah. So, I mean, he never says anything, right? It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, he did not master the cinematic art of pulling back one's blows. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> when he injures James's neck in one scene in the hotel before oh, the, he the kills. Chop. Yeah. Um, Connery was actually injured. Oh, my gosh. And his discomfort whenever he's he's doing the next scene, like walking to find um, the girl covered in gold. Yeah. Like that is actual discomfort that he has. That, <laughs> yeah. Like, just like, like, oh, got belted right in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, then and speaking on how. Um, honestly, just like cool Harold is. Yeah. Um, in his uh, death scene when he's getting electrocuted and holding his hat, he's mm-hmm. actually getting burned, like physically, like in real life getting what? burned, but decided to keep going until Guy Hamilton yelled cut. Wow. That's why, uh, Sean Connery actually looks concerned after like when he's looking at odd job because like as an actor, he's like, Oh no. Like, yeah. The, and that uh, that actually made it into, of course, into the final cut. Of course cut. it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah because it's, it's a genuine reaction. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's intense. Man, yeah, movie making in the 60s is terrifying. <laughs> this is why they have unions now. <laughs> yeah, right. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So Harold, Harold Sakata is um, a, uh, a true trooper. He's the MVP. Yeah. Not only is Oddjob one of the coolest characters in the Bond franchise, but like apparently yeah. this guy goes the extra mile for everything. Yeah. Uh, so Ryan, uh, I know we, kind of, we, we were talking with, with Steven a little bit. Kind mm-hmm. of he was a little bit of his center. What are, what are your general thoughts? I really like Goldfinger. I think it's, I, I understand why it is most people's entryway into Bond if they were going to recommend it to a, a friend, if they're thinking about yeah. classic Bond. Yeah. Because it does, it's the first one of the movies, you know, Dr. No, Russia with Love to this one, where it feels like they've nailed the formula. They've got the gadgets, they've got a killer mm-hmm. opening song, which also the score, the way they weave it in yeah. throughout. Yeah. It's so good. Like it's, it's I, very well timed. Yeah. It's yeah. unlike Russia with love, which yeah. we know now because it has, it was yeah. done <laughs> four <laughs> months. But like it is it is really well timed. And then again, you get kind of what would become a trope is that like the women in Bond's life come to like terrible ends a yeah. lot of the time. You get yeah. a cool henchman, you get a different a different bad, bad guy. guy. Well, because there's a lot, there's a lot of Bond films that don't do not deal with Spectre. Right. Yeah. Which you yeah. kind of get the expectation from the, the get-go with Bond. Oh, Spectre is the, the recurring It's, like, it's going to be thing. the monster yeah. of the week yeah. Kind, yeah. Of, kind of bad guys. are like, oh, we're going to send him this guy now to see if we can take care of that. Yeah, and then they, they change it up with just, no, no, he has other missions. Yeah, that, that don't involve yeah. specifically Spectre. Yeah. I have a random list of just like odd thoughts I'd like to run through. Okay, yeah. Go for okay. it. First off, where can I get a cool bird hat where I can infiltrate places by water? I mean, the bird hat is pretty That's, cool. I, I love his disgust when <laughs> he rips it off. What a doofy way to, like, introduce you to the coolest spy ever. It's like, how are we going to introduce this cool spy? Is he in a tuxedo? Make him look is dumb. He, I want him wearing the dumbest bird hat ever and then speed up the footage so, like, it, just yakety sacks could be playing under it. That's what but, I want. But he is wearing a tuxedo just I, I, under yeah, his He I, is. Which, it's perfectly dry <laughs> under this wetsuit. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, it's a dry suit. but you Okay. Know, yeah. uh, also, where can I get Gogurt plastic explosives? I mean, it's, it's just plastic explosives. Man, you were just going after it from the start. I love those go. No, I love it. Like, <laughs> those plastic explosives out. It's just only a big shot. tube of Again, toothpaste. It's like, how can we make this look not cool? Instead of it being like, here's a big a, you know, chunk a, of C4. Block. It's <laughs> let's, make, let's make Sean Connery look as dumb as possible. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Machine gun granny rules. I yeah, that was, yeah that, was that was great. That was great. <laughs> he just whips out a machine gun. I was like, incredible. Well, because like initially you're like, oh, well, she's clearly being taken advantage of, or, or she's just the, the innocent, unaware. She's baking yeah. like her pie. Nah, and she man. Has to stop it. No, no, <laughs> she she's, all in. she's all in. She's all in. The odd job fight is great. Oh, it's fantastic. I love that. I love well, the I golf love, scene. The, uh, the way he like rules lawyers. The golf scene is great. I love that odd job. That fight scene in in Fort Knox. Bond has no chance. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Like it's they make it clear. Yeah, that, yeah like, completely outmatched. Yeah, you got to outthink this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I, I like it. Again, it's it's probably one of the better Bond movies, I would say, Yeah. across the board. And I, I get why so many people kind of like, gravitate it up as the quintessential mm-hmm. yeah. or like the, the best entry level because this is where they hit the formula and they yeah. figured out what makes a Bond movie like definitively. Yeah. Uh, it's so, just not one of my favorites ever. It's yeah. fine. It, it's a little slow. Some some of the Bond movies have some similar issues where like mm-hmm. the third act just drags out. And, yeah, like, there's a lot of scenes like when they're in this one, they're spraying the the, the what gas. is not nerve gas. They go. We're <laughs> they, gonna show you 48 scenes paid, of people. They passing paid a out. lot of money yeah. to fly those planes. They uh, get their money. Three shots. They could have showed like 
two close-ups and a wide no, shot they, and moved they on. They want to really nope. drive home. Hey, we just killed 60,000 people. They're like, people. we rented these planes and got 300 extras on board. You're going to see every and scene. And put them in military well, uniforms with yeah. guns? Well, at least it does have a little bit of a story relevance because once you find out the turn of like, oh, yeah. everyone was faking it, mm-hmm. then you're like, oh, they have no chance of succeeding now. Yeah, like they're yeah. super prepared. Many, yeah, how many but U.S. military was there? But they can still detonate this bomb <laughs> in yeah. the middle of Fort yeah. Knox. But then also, like, to to know that Goldfinger was willing to kill that many people oh, yeah. makes it all of a sudden he's not a putz. He's not this, like— Oh, no, he, you know, he's like, a total he's psychopath. Yeah, like, that, that, for me, is the moment where it's like, oh, wait, he's not this, like, you know, atypical evil bad guy. He's really evil. He's just a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 And not, not to say that the film should have stretched further, yeah. but even just having, you know, Bond put up that plea to <sighs> Pussy Galore. Yeah. About the idea of, because everyone sure. is giving the impression that it just knocks people out. Well, no, no, he's actually just killing this many people. And that's her turn. Yeah. But you don't get any of that. I think the, the argument that like Goldfinger is going to kill a lot of people is a much stronger turn than like, I did real good sex with you. Now change mind? Yeah. yeah. I took my pants off. Why, why you don't respond? <laughs> I don't understand. This normally works. <laughs> what, what did you think, Andrew? Uh, this, is, this is definitely one of those films where if it is like on TNT yeah. or, yeah. Uh, you know, or if someone's like, oh, I want to watch an older Bond, this is definitely one of the ones I gravitate towards yeah. just because it's, it's an easy watch. It has some really fun moments in it. The, mm-hmm. the song's great. Yeah. And uh, this was definitely the first older Bond that I was shown when I was younger. Mm. Uh, it's the one that, I, like, when I think back, I don't know the exact order yeah. that I, I saw them in or anything like that. But I, when I think of a Connery Bond, a lot of the imagery from this one is what pops into yeah, my head. Same. Yeah, And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, um, I think it deserves a lot of the, the, the praise of being kind of like the, the prototype Bond. Mm-hmm film that kind of set the pace for everything else that kind of came after it especially with the gadgets the cars because up until this point like with dr no and from russia with love they were emphatically just very much spy films with a little bit of camp in there yeah but this is where they were like "Ooh, this is our this is our niche the ga- right the here. gadgets sell well Let's yeah do the gadgets. yeah gadgets sell well cars sell well girls sell well uh, they already knew that last yeah, part, yeah. and well but this one was definitely they're like oh we have to have a ridiculous name you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, the only time. thing I actually don't like about it is basically kind of the false ending to where, mm-hmm. um, you know, he wakes up in the plane or he's mm-hmm. on the plane and then Goldfinger kind of walks out. Like, I wish that it was would have been a better payoff for it. But I mean, you do get the payoff because like you already had the scene of like, oh, well, that's a gun. You know, that's just going to yeah. blow a hole in the side of the plane and, and then sucked out of that sucked window, out. <laughs> just stuffed through the tiniest window. Well, you know that he's yeah. alive the entire time that he's falling down, too. Sure. So like. You know, it's it, okay. I, I maybe maybe thinking about it is a little bit better, but even then, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't like the whole, you know, and this is another trope that just kind of exists in every single bond after this is like, you know, he's ending the ending the film of like, oh, I'm getting the girl again. Yeah, we're and, gonna cover yeah. up with the parachute. Yeah, they're, they're looking for us, they won't find us yet. Yeah, every you film know, does that. Yeah, and that, that does bother me, but um, yeah, I don't I mean, like, it, it's a good film. Yeah, and I, I definitely um, would absolutely prefer this one over from Russia with Love almost any day. I think for rewatchability, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I will say I have probably seen 
starting with the scene where he is talking to the, like the the mob members. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. From there on, I, I, half a dozen times easy. Just yeah. from it being on, it just, you flipping it just through and she's yeah. on TV. You're like, well, I, I, oh, I, I, I missed the start. I guess this is where I am. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you feel about these two movies representing Connery as Bond? That's the best of Connery. Yeah. I think I think Goldfinger should be on the list. I think Diamonds Are Forever should also be on the list. Okay. Uh, mostly because it Diamonds Are Forever has a lot of really fun elements in it. I like the mm-hmm. two henchmen that are that are kind of like the the psychopath straight men. Yeah. And then you have um, <laughs> Plenty O'Toole, which is the stupid <laughs> name, but I like her. I like her character. Her character's cool. Yeah. Her character's yeah. good. You get some some fun stuff with like Las Vegas and everything. Yeah. And I, I think I just like that film a little bit better but than From Russia with Love. I, I agree, but I would still say that if if you watched From Russia with Love and Goldfinger, you have a pretty good you, grasp you a good of idea. what Connery you, you is know like. What Bond is. Yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't do You Only Live Twice. There's yellow no. face in there and it's just not, it's just yeah. not very good. I, I got to shout out Thunderball. I love Thunderball. <laughs> I think that's that's my favorite Connery Bond. But like, I, I could see where that's not the entry point for somebody. The, that's is, not what you would start. Is Thunderball with. the uh, one where they're out on like the underwater like, with at, the boat out at sea and the plane? There's yeah, a lot of out at sea. Yeah, uh, yeah okay, so basically yeah. there's like a, a an experimental jet that that they apprehend they steal or whatever. Steal, yeah. yeah. Um. The fi- the finale outside of the water for underwater or whatever after like the big SAS and mm-hmm. and Spectre fight. Uh, the outside of the water on the boat is is brutal for the footage because they, <laughs> yeah. they speed it up. They just speed and, everything yeah. up like a thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the I mean the song for Thunderball is great. Yeah. But I'm not a big fan of the rest of the film. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's fine. I, I like it a lot, but that's my personal preference. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I think specifically with these two, I think Russia with Love and, and Goldfinger is is a good representation of of Connery. Yeah, I think you get to see the the zany side and the the more, and the more serious, serious side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, yeah, and I, I definitely don't dis. I don't think that From Russia with Love is a bad film. It's just no. not one that I would like show someone as a first Bond film. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of where where I lay. Yeah, Stephen. I mean, I you've already heard this. I, I like. From Rush with Love, sure. just because it is kind of the classic spy. Yeah. yeah. It, it definitely sides on the serious dramatic versus kind of the wacky zany. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think From Rush with Love ages better. It does. Then it, it doesn't have, you know, a lot of sexual assault. In yeah. It. By, by <laughs> There's also pretty, that scene at the Goldfinger where uh, Dink is her name and he's like, smack man talk. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That scene, it's like, what? Yeah. Anyways, it's, sorry. <laughs> It's pretty bad, like, yeah. Wow. So from that angle, definitely, I think Goldfinger doesn't age as well. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, the story I don't think holds up as well either. Uh, but again, that's not uh, atypical of Bond films. Yeah, sure. So if you were like, hey, I want you to condense Bond into, you know, a, a, a a condensed version of what is it going to be like and then just inject it in my veins. Well, Goldfinger is basically the answer because you get all the good and all the bad. Yeah. Yeah. It is a pretty good, like, here, yeah. watch this, <laughs> and then you're ready for anything else. For, yeah, for anything it, else, Nothing yeah, in like, Bond is going to survive, surprise you after this. Yeah, because, yeah. like, if you then go and watch, like, Spy Who Loved Me, which has mm-hmm. also a lot of camp and a lot of gadgets and everything, you're like, yeah. oh, this is actually pretty on par from what... You're already you know, primed. Yeah, for yeah that, you're yeah. set, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Yeah. so I would almost say if, if you've never seen a Bond movie and this is like, I would almost say watch Goldfinger first and then, then Russia with Love yeah. or anything else because Goldfinger almost prepares you for, for everything. Yeah, anything yeah, anything yeah. is going to be 
different or expected sure yeah after that so yeah, yeah. so so kind of you know speaking on bond and everything you know i, I know this was a a different formatted episode mm-hmm. um this is going to be uh, kind of how it goes for the 007 double headers going forward we're going to mm-hmm. be doing one for every single james bond actor at least one film um uh, sorry timothy dalton you only get one just because George Lazenby only, only got, got one. one. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, we're going to be doing those over the next couple months. Yep. And uh, on top of that, we have, uh, for only $1, you can, one, get access to all of our other bonus content, but we have Bond-specific bonus episodes that are, you know, going to be uh, produced, and one's already available right now that you can go listen to uh, me and Ryan um, basically <laughs> at each other's throats uh, about some, some very specific uh, 1970s... I mean, just say it. Things that don't matter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> while, while I sit in the corner going, fight, fight, fight. I can yeah. totally sell this. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, like, to, to build on that, the, the reason we're doing the main episodes where we review two of each is we're culminating in a Patreon-exclusive episode coming up where we're going to rank James Bonds. So... If you join us through this whole journey, you will have heard us argue about James Bond quite a bit. A lot, yeah. Yeah. But if you cannot spare a dollar a month, we totally understand. Uh, we would love it if you could help us out in other ways, telling your friends, sharing posts, liking, uh, leave a review. You know, we, yeah. we love it on give, Apple give iTunes. Give us feedback. Yeah. You know, yeah. Any, but anything. a five-star review goes a long way in any podcast service, but specifically iTunes, of getting podcast discovered by more people so yeah if, yeah. if you can if you can't spare a dollar just give us a five-star review specifically on itunes <laughs> <laughs> anywhere is cool <laughs> spotify's great I, itunes is the best if you use itunes and have an iphone please we give love us that five-star review <laughs> uh, we we also you know have a website splows intended podcast.com mm-hmm. uh, that has a, um you know links to patreon our discord where we yeah. are consistently active and we try and add more stuff every week. We try and open up discussions, especially mm-hmm. on things that we may or may not review, but we still want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's definitely one of those things where we'd love to, uh, one, hear from you and, and just join in the discussion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's always a lot of fun. You yeah. can also find links to, like, social media on there, our Instagram, Facebook, yep. all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's all the time we have this week. And until next week, I'm Andrew. I'm Stephen. I'm Ryan. And every spoiler was intended.